Warning, the following podcast contains everyone but duty, which is, you know, 80% of the way to awesomeness. But mathematically speaking, Tom, check my maths. Checks out. Yeah, can do math. <laughs> A martini, shake <laughs> No! no! Shocking. Positively shocking. Welcome to Shaking Not Nerd, the weekly podcast where we talk about movies, pop culture, some comics, and basically everything in between. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. I'm your host, Ollie, and with me for episode number 186 is Fuzzy Dan. How are you, Fuzzy Dan? Yo, yo, yo. What up? Fuzzy Dan in the house, y'all. How are you? Keeping it fresh and street. Jesus. In that order. Jesus. Stop, please. Oh my God. (laughs) How are you? I'm keeping it real, mate. I have a brisket hangover, and uh, I'm feeling great. (laughs) That's a thing now? I got brisket drunk last night. (laughs) I got the meat sweats last night. Had so much (laughs) in my belly. It was great. I believe they call that Six hours of cooking brisket. (laughs) Speaking of glazed, here's Tom. Hey! (laughs) The original glaze. How are you, original glaze? Hello, happy to be here. How's your week been? Yeah, it's been good. Nothing too exciting, to be honest with you. That's good. uh, uh, Well, been watching the movies for a little uh, side project Siobhan and I are doing, which you will, our listeners will find Mm -hmm. out about eventually. Watch this space. Wow, little tease. Mm. Can you give us any hint? Lucifer. Oh, God. Sounds positively devilish. (laughs) Ian's here, speaking of devils, you little devil. I am the deviled egg itself. (laughs) He's got the devil goatee anyway. (laughs) He could have gone with the goatee, but instead he went deviled egg. (laughs) Deviled egg. They're delicious and nutritious. (laughs) Everybody take a deviled egg and move along. (laughs) Ian, how's your week been? Pretty good. You being busy? Destroying yeah. some doors, huh? I'm officially yeah, here. I've uh, it's yeah. been it's very it's been a real roller coaster with the mini this week. <laughs> Sounded so defeated. <laughs> it's been yeah, yeah, it's a real roller coaster. But we're getting there. The mini's basically done. Engine will be back in a couple of days, and I am officially on annual leave for next week. So I am like Ooh. on my nine day hiatus from working. Wow. So what do you have a plan for your nine days of? Leave. Furious masturbation. Going anywhere fun? Yeah. Going on. <laughs> I'm thinking about changing my wallpaper to Hawaii and then just making a tropical drink and standing in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> Crying yourself to for sleep nine, with a pina colada for in your nine head. days. <laughs> for nine whole days. Just in like swim shorts, like no shirt on, window like open so that I can get some sun in. So, you guys come here often? <laughs> You're talking to your dog and cat. <laughs> oh, really? Dressing everyone oh, up with lays. <laughs> Making a lot of terrible lay puns. Well, I have been sort of doing the same since restrictions got lifted. We were able to travel because I'm in regional Victoria, so I'm cut myself very lucky. Uh, don't mean to brag, but I drove two Sorry. hours. <laughs> wow. Uh, and Halls Gap is a lovely place. If you ever get the chance, if this thing ever goes away, go to Halls Gap. It's awesome. Some great hikes. 
Uh, but other than that, just streaming, you know, the same same old. Your streaming's streaming. going pretty well. Dr. Funk MD, check it out. I'm I am loving it, honestly. And like, thank you guys for dropping in. It's all right. Although, I haven't, again, I haven't seen you jump in at all. <laughs> I haven't dropped in. Zoning you until you jump into a stream. No, I'm kidding. But we should <laughs> go to Ian the is news. Offline. Ian, actually did the. Are you handing it to me? Oh, jeez, this is awkward. I feel like swing to you. Duty, we need a soundboard. Take two. Duty, bring the soundboard. Take two. Take two. Mulligan, give it a mulligan. I'm ready when you are, Ali. Ian, you're meant to be singing, not playing. Now we're going to the news. It's a top ten news countdown. Thank you, thank you. I'll be here all minutes. How do you how do you convey a face palm on a podcast? <laughs> I have another oh. question. How do you sleep at night? <laughs> like, seriously. I'm in bed by myself. Number 10. Number 10. Uh, we got any Stargate SG1 fans in the house? Yes. Yes? Yes. I'm, I I love yes. SG1. Oh, it was okay. very good. So we have it's had- the best Stargate. Yes, I agree. Um, we have had reports that the new series uh, that is coming along, we, so we hadn't heard anything for probably about like a year, but we've just had confirmation that the new Stargate is progressing and that it will be very heavily tied to the original SG-1 with characters returning from the original Hell. series. Is MacGyver still alive? Yeah. He's old now, though. He looks crap. <laughs> Is he? He's he going to come back, right? Richard he's, Dean Anderson he's, he's, has to make yeah. a cameo at least. Yeah, he might take the generals because he got general in the storyline. He became the general, and then Benjamin Browder took over. You know, Farscape. Do you guys ever watch Farscape? Didn't watch Farscape. No. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> you know way too much yeah. about SG One. Yeah. <laughs> the, the main the main character Crichton from Farscape. Came into SG One, and then they did a few movies and stuff, and then it was a great ending to a to a series. Eleven seasons, I'm pretty sure it got. It was amazing. how is that possible? It went how for, it went possible? for ages. It's very easy to do when you make three seasons a year. No, they were like 25 episode seasons. <laughs> yes, legit. Just you know, oh, back when some people watched them. James Spader was in the the first movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, how and could they Russell. fit so much quality into 25 episodes? They should actually, it like... wasn't a comedy. Both idiot. those actors from the movie are doing nothing now. They should bring them both back and do them as a series. James Spader's in Blacklist. Yeah, he's doing very little right now. Blacklist was... James Spader's doing still going? Fine. James Spader yeah. was doing... Kurt Russell, on the other hand. Yeah, exactly. Blacklist was very good for one <laughs> yeah, season. The first season was great. <laughs> it has, like, seven seasons. What? It, have you been living under a yeah. rock? I didn't say they don't exist. I said they weren't good. <laughs> oh, boy. Number nine. Number nine. We have some new posters for No Time to Die that came out this week. Now, I don't know who I'm looking at in these posters. 
You guys know more about Bond. Somebody tell me what I'm looking at. Ian? Ian, um, take it away. At least one of those people is definitely James Bond. Are you I, sure? I, can I confirm. think we can confirm that. I think, <laughs> I think it's the first woman on the left. I think that's James Bond. <laughs> uh, Which one's Billie Eilish? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I None of them, thank Christ. You should know who most of them are if you've seen the last film. So if you've seen Spectre and Skyfall, then you probably know who majority are, apart from, I think, like the last three or four. Mm. So you? I've seen each of those films once. I don't remember it at all. Yeah. Uh, so there's the love interest in the last film. We've got uh, Felix Leiter in there. Uh, we've got Q, we've got M, we've got the mysterious whoever it might be, potentially Dr. No, we've got Money Penny, we've got the new double O in there, mm. we've got Tanner for some reason, um, <laughs> who's like M's number two guy, um, and then just a bunch of dudes. Uh, there's one guy with a mustache who is either Sam Sim- Simmons or Bigglesworth. I'm not sure it's one of those two. Um, <laughs> yeah, there, there's not enough for like we may have seen snippets of them in the trailer, but there's not enough context for me to want warrant a character fo- uh, character image mm. before the movie releases. Like, well, in fairness, they didn't have to print any a little of these bit more. posters, so they didn't really have to pay very much to get them. That's made. a good True. point. That's a very good point. <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, character posters have t- they've taken some time and gone. This per- this person is a major character, and they need a poster. Like when you're getting down to the level of Tanner, like you know, these other people could be. In, in, like, in Tanner's defense, Tanner's going to have like two been, lines. Tanner's been in he's, quite a few movies. He's been in more movies than probably some of the James Bond, no doubt, more than the James Bonds have. Absolutely. Wait, who's Not, Tanner? I've, he's he's M's number two. Um, so he's the guy in the grey suit, bald head. Uh, oh, is he Looks Westworld? Like, he, he's he's English vanilla. If you, like, is he Westworld? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, maybe he was in no. Game Night too. He had a cameo in Game Night. Uh, no, uh, but yes, he, he's, when you're getting down to that level of character, he's going to have two or three lines in the film tops, and then like I mean, these other people could be anything. So there's not enough context for them to know what's going on. Mm. But uh, still, and whilst we, uh, it might be that after we've seen the movie, we love them. Probably we not. could sure. Yeah, and we'll whilst see. we, we'll I guarantee see. you, most of those guys are going to be dead. Yeah, probably. <laughs> whilst we're on this piece, and oh, oh no. That's Tanner. Sorry. Um, I was going through the posters again. That's not Westworld. He's in something. I don't know. Whilst we're on this piece of news, um, as it hasn't been put in separately, we may as well discuss the rumour that was reported on during the week of Tom Hardy. Oh, yeah. Discuss the rumour. Yeah. Apparently, a and I this is in, this is in quote marks here, a respected scooper yeah. in the UK has found information that Tom Hardy is apparently going to be cast as the A lot of board. people are reporting this, so there's mm. some weight, some weight so, behind it. Imagine having that as your, like, official title on a business card. Scooper. Respected scooper. <laughs> Works at there's Gary no way Queen. to respect somebody who calls himself a scooper. Works at a dog park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we think about Tom Hardy as a Bond? I no nah, hard pass. I'm not a huge fan of it. I think there was mm. a moment in time where I think he could have worked, and that was probably bef- just after Spectre. I don't, I don't know if it's. He's kind of gone downhill over the last eight years or so. 
He's not yeah. really. And his uh, sort of, um, what do you call it, attitude in on set yeah. has gone yeah. Was it you? progressively downhill. Mm. You mentioned, like, you've heard he's hard to work with. Yeah, in some of the movies he's yeah. been called sort of difficult to work with. But we know he works well with Nolan, which mm. kind of also leads me to something that I thought they might be working towards, and that is having Nolan do the next set of Bond movies. He's been in discussions mm. on and off about whether or not he'd do it, and he said he'd only do it if he had kind of full reign and control. Um, mm. I think some similar to what we saw him do with Batman, where he makes a kind of condensed story over three to five films, and they just give it to him and say... It's you doing it. Zim is doing the mm. sound, the soundtrack for No Time to Die, so that also kind of leads me to believe that might be possible, that they're kind of testing the waters to go down that path. Mm. Sounds a bit incestuous, like Hans Zimmer and Christopher Nolan just loving each other, you know, <laughs> always bringing each other in on their work. It's but- a little bit like Tim Burton and Johnny Depp. Exactly. Kind of. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and Danny Elfman, the three of them. <laughs> Boom, 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 boom. That's that's what we need for the new Bond. That's the new Bond. Make the, <laughs> the Bond make the eighties Bond. None of that. Just like boom, 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 and James Bond is like walking around. Pow! That would be great. Oh my god, we got to move on. That's how we revitalize Bond. We got to move on. Number eight. Thank you, Tom. Number eight. Uh, so, Tenant. Over the last three weeks, it has made more than $207 million globally, which is decent for the current circumstances that we're in. However, uh, since the 31st of August, it has only made $30 million in the US. So, this is now causing, naturally, the um, production companies to, or the distribution companies to question future films as it doesn't appear to be worth it now in the US market. Yeah. So we have also seen, we've obviously already seen Wonder Woman push back. Now Candyman has been pushed back and we're going to probably expect to see a lot more films being pushed back due to Tenant's performance. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also don't think the negative reviews helped it at all. Um, and no. uh, the, the lack of markets to actually get it to. So they've had it in limited markets. They haven't done a, a digital release either. So I think there's, you know, that they're missing the biggest part of their, their their turnout which is the american cinemas yeah yeah so, i think i mean they're always yeah. not going to make an, an, enough money based on that yeah that's pretty that's respectable how much they make considering yeah yeah like was i saw figures i'm not sure if it's in the news time about mulan's box office which was like taken box in office. uh i haven't got it uh, in the news but i'm assuming it's that mulan's made more it's, it's yeah. made 200 million on digital alone like, yeah. that's pretty nuts for well, a digital go, release. So do, if they did a digital release, like if they did a digital release of any of those movies, I'd go and I'd pay for it yeah, to watch it, like, on release. That's yeah. that's what I would, you know, it's an awesome way to do it, and they're not doing that. So they are mm. just they're trying to, you know, judge this market with one hand tied behind their back. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah, it's almost not, it's mm. not a good way to do it because, like, no. It's completely new. It's so new. And, like, I w- I'm one of those people, especially for Tenet, something that's, like, a spectacle of a movie. I would watch it at home, and then I would go see it in the movie if they re-released yeah. it. Yeah, me too. Like, I would I would pay for both. Yeah, I would easily but pay for that's both. That's just me. I'd watch it at home and then go well, see it at IMAX. Well, it really depends. 
Yeah. It depends on the film, doesn't it? Because if you watch it yeah. at home and didn't like it, would, yeah. you, would you have done the no, same? No, well, I, I think Tenet is one of those movies. That's what, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I think at the movies, it would be different. It would have a different feel. It would have, like, the spectacle would be there where at home it might be different. So, you might not enjoy it at home, but it might be completely different at the cinema. Yeah. It's all true. about the viewing experience, okay. Tom. I mean, would you would you guys would you guys have paid for Mulan? No, no, exactly. I mean, I mean, we did. <laughs> yes. I mean, we know for a fact that only reason yes. Mulan made two hundred million dollars um, is because their target audience is well suited to this kind of at home environment. You know, it's kids, and yeah. parents want Disney to Plus. just throw their kids on the TV right now so that they can focus on work. It fits really mm-hmm. well with the demographic. Yeah, and, and Disney has also just announced they're doing um, viewing party stuff through Disney Plus, so I think that's ah. going to help them along as well. As an adult who hasn't been able to go to the cinemas in six months, uh, I would be very happy to pay for movies again. Yeah, mm-hmm. and go and you know watch something from the comfort of my own home cinema. Yeah, so, I would happily yeah. pay pay to see a movie at home and then pay to get popcorn from the local cinema delivered to my house. Yeah, some. Yeah. Some places are doing Uber Eats. Yeah. By the way, just so, so you know. Uber eating popcorn just seems like a That's stretch you too far. Would be That's surprised. the most expensive popcorn you ever. You would be surprised how many people pay pay for it. Like well, they will pay for two chuck tops and pay twenty dollars. Jeez. What? Because it's like ten dollars delivery. Oh my god. It's so Jesus. stupid. How much is it is it don't uh, cinemas make majority of their money from the candy bar? Yeah, like eighty five percent. Yeah, so that's it, why everything's so marked up. It could theoretically keep them. Yeah, but it could theoretically keep you know those areas of business afloat. Yeah, if they started yeah. doing that more often. Exactly. Anyway, number seven. <laughs> oh, never mind. I was going to extend uh, on number eight, but sorry, never mind. Too late. Too late. The sound effects sorry, gone. <laughs> the sound effects have spoken. Number seven. So we have the first of our trailers for this news, which is the trailer for Love and Monsters. So essentially the trailer appears to follow a man going on a journey for his love through a monster infested world. And it looks like we are getting similar themes to Zombie. God damn it. <laughs> I was going to try and jump in there. Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> <Zumbled, zumbled. laughs> it, it does. For, for context for the listeners. I had originally written that down, and when Ian watched the trailer, he said the same thing, and I cursed him for it. <laughs> and then we were all planning to steal his joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I completely agree. It's very zombie landy. It's also quite uh, warm bodies. Have you guys seen that one? Yes. Yeah. Like similar. It's uh, Nicholas Holt and someone. But that's a zombie. Oh, movie that's the one where well. he's a zombie, yeah. <laughs> yes. And they fall in yeah. love. Yeah. And he turns human again. Like, love, <laughs> love makes him turn warms back to his human. Heart. Yeah, it warms his heart. <laughs> to quote love Huey Lewis, that's the power <laughs> of love. I think they potentially listen to Huey Lewis. Oh, uh, fucking hell. <laughs> I, remember that, I remember the lyrics from that famous the, the famous Huey Lewis song. Don't need money, don't need brains. <laughs> that's that, it. That's, yeah, that is the start. Don't need money. Don't, don't need, need brains. brains. Don't need brains. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Don't it need no happy to chase these dames. <laughs> there we go. Totally, totally rhymed. It writes itself. <laughs> um, back to this movie. I actually quite like um, Dylan O'Brien. That's his name, right? As an actor. 
I don't What's mind he from him. Ian? He was he's been in Maze Runner. Um he was in that T V show Remember Remember Maze Runner? Yeah. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> but he, you know, as bad as everything that he's yeah. ever been in is, I think he as an actor isn't too bad. And just based There's on this trailer in- alone, and he's kind of carrying this film. Mm, it looks it, like it, look, it looks like pretty fun. Yeah, it looks fun. It looks it like quite a small budget too. Like they could be doing like little set pieces here and there with just a bigger budget for like the monsters, obviously, because they show some pretty decent VFX yeah, in there. Their CGI did not look bad at all. Mm. For what seems like it's a, I think it was Paramount, but it might be distributing on Amazon. So like it's an Amazon movie. Was it Amazon or was it Apple? I don't know. Amazon. Okay. Mm. That's good. Means I can watch yeah. it. <laughs> I had only the the trial for Apple TV, and it was not worth it. No. There's no way. Oh, There's yeah. nothing there. The I I reckon that Amazon is worth it mainly because also if you purchase movies through it, it's actually cheaper through Amazon if you have the, the subscription. So you can like if you need to rent uh, something that's not on there, it's cheaper than the other platforms. Like by two bucks, some of the things. So. Wow. Would add up if you're buying or renting stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. The only reason I have Amazon now is for a free Twitch subscription. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I have Amazon now is because it's Dutrums. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes out. But yeah, like, I, uh, think, I think cheap CGI has actually gotten a lot better over the last 10 years. Yeah, I mean, this cheaper. does look pretty poor. Like, it does, uh, but like, for, if you compare it to poor budget. CGI ten years ago, it's like decent. <laughs> well, that was decent compared to poor CGI twenty years ago, <laughs> and they, they were brave enough to uh, put it in sunlight as well. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> previous poor CGI used to just be black mess, <laughs> everything in the shadows. We'll only do it in one room (laughs) Quickly, fog everywhere It's a really foggy day (laughs) We'll call it the fog No, the mist, even better (laughs) Oh boy I'm glad you picked up what I was referring to The CGI in that film is awful (laughs) It's terrible Number six Number six We have the Wolf of Snow Hello trailer so, it looks like a wolf, or maybe a werewolf, or maybe a man, is terrorising a town, and police need to track it down. A t- Mad wolf. <laughs> a ta- man, bear Bad pig. Bad A tale of <laughs> cops and mystery, but considering they showed the wolf in the trailer, is it really a mystery? Honestly. Wasn't that the whole... Th- that was the- what they were alluding to, right? Is it a man? Is it a wolf? Or- and then you see a wolf, and you're like, well, it's clearly a wolf. <laughs> now the a question werewolf. is, is it a wolf or a man wolf? <laughs> It's a wolf man. And the main question is, where was it? So, you know, where was the wolf? Uh, <laughs> there. There, wolf. Like this could be... I, I found it really interesting because at the start it said Orion Classics. So, I hadn't seen that before. I know Orion's been around a long time, but now they've got a separate off-brand. That was interesting in itself. But I think this film could be actually some fun, like shitty movie fun. But um, I can't it watch it because like the it. lead actor makes me want to stab my fucking eyes out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they look like they've gone the lowest possible budget on every single person involved in this yeah. film. There's the the main girl in it. She's one of the from Holland Oates, Garfunkel and Oates. 
Garfunkel and Oates. Yes. She's Garfunkel and or Oates. (laughs) (laughs) She's the blonde one. She's not Kate Micucci. (laughs) That's all I know. Yes. And she was in one episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She was a Swedish detective. Yeah. I think that's her claim to fame. She's been in one episode of everything. She's (laughs) just... Yeah, again, lowest possible budget. Now she's breaking into the big time. <laughs> With this. If you told me that this entire film had been shot during COVID time, so there was like <laughs> in isolation, and this is all they could muster up, like, yeah, we're only allowed to shoot the film with whoever we can find. That's in their this social town. bubble. Yeah, that's their social bubble. That would have been completely, that would completely explain everything that looked in that trailer. I shot it with it's everyone just, within a three yeah. kilometer radius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And an hour, you an hour outside right. time. <laughs> Come over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one hour every day for like six months. Oh, That's yeah. how it's, it looks that bad. So looking forward to missing this one. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. We should review it. No. No. <laughs> uh, no. 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 <laughs> that stunned silence means yes. <laughs> All right, moving on to number five. Number five. Let's go another trailer. We have the trailer for The Trial of Chicago 7. Uh, This is the story of seven people on a trial from various charges surrounding the uprising of the 1968 Democratic National Convention in Chicago, Illinois. Guys, the whole world is watching Sasha Baron Cohen and Joseph Gordon-Levitt in this film. I don't. I love them both. Do we? I don't actually know the background on this that well. Do any of you guys actually I know, know? I know nothing. Oh. I know absolutely nothing. I should have done more research. <laughs> oh, I think a lot of people. The movie. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Like it's probably going to be a good movie. Well, it is an Aaron Sorkin, so it's going to be a talky talk, mm, um, a walk and talk. Yeah. There'll be a lot of walking and or talking, (laughs) possibly at the same time. (laughs) How exciting. Get your popcorn ready, guys. But I think this is one of those stories that was... You don't sound like you're a fan. Talking. It was one of those stories that was big news at the time and I think has potentially fallen by the wayside as far as international awareness is concerned. Um, But yes, given current, you know tensions and all sorts of shit going on probably quite relevant um so yes it'll be very interesting to uh to watch this one there's some uh, Mm. good actors in here too eddie redman too did i see yeah 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 um michael keaton's in here um yeah frank langella (laughs) (laughs) um he's dr giggles anyway um yeah you'll know who he is if you see him uh (laughs) william hurts in here have you not seen Dr. Giggles? No. Dr. Giggles is amazing. It's one of the worst bad like horror movies ever. Oh, my God. Um, definitely recommend, strong recommend to anyone who likes low-budget horror films. Oh, dear. Um, Dr. Yes. Giggles. <laughs> Sounds he's like a, a dentist, film. and he, like... I thought so. Yeah. I was going to say, is he a dentist? Yeah. Yeah, he's a dentist, and he kills people with, like, laughing gas. <laughs> oh, God. And he, like, rips their teeth out. Jesus. It's crazy. Can't, can't watch that. Sorry. <laughs> Um, it just, just so it's riots against the uh, Vietnam. Oh yeah, gotcha. sorry. Let's get back to the topics we're talking about. <laughs> Slightly more serious. When I woke up this morning, I never, yeah, I never thought we'd get on a tangent about someone named Doctor Giggles. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, I think well, this movie I'm, looks like it could be interesting, but it's just not something that appeals to me in the slightest. If it's just mm. talking, to be honest. 
That's it's what courtroom do. drama. Like yeah, you need so. to like courtroom drama. If you don't yeah. like that stuff, which which has a time and place, and I think this is you know absolutely a really good uh, like hot topic to watch at the moment. So I'm all for a talky talk. Aaron Sorkin writes good stuff. So mm-hmm. yes, please. Yeah, mm. I can't wait for it. I'm probably going to watch it because every now and then I feel like a serious movie, and that seems like it's right up my alley. It sure does. <laughs> number five. Four? That was number five. Number four. <laughs> See, fucking soundboard's broken again. <laughs> number four. Um, so, a new report that has come from Variety has confirmed that the uh, the song that I know the couple of us weren't really huge fans of that came from the Dunk trailer uh, was actually overseen by Hans Zimmer. Uh, oh, so I know. I it, love of it. course, is a... <laughs> no. <laughs> it is a uh, reworking of Eclipse by Pink Floyd um, and was actually done through, like, a isolation sort of recording. So, Hans Zimmer actually took a 32-piece choir, took them four people at a time and did all the parts of the song... Four people at a Whoa. time. So Which, if you put that much effort into it, kudos does that mean to that it has man. to be in the movie? Because I don't want that to be in the movie. It that's that, that's going to be like the main theme music. Yeah. Oh, yuck. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It was <laughs> just weird. It sounds I, like poo-poos and it doesn't fit with the movie. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, it's This movie bad. doesn't fit with anything. It's a, it's weird. It's weird. a weird series. It's a sci-fi. Yeah. It's going to sound like a but sci-fi. But it's not the same sci-fi. It's a sci-fi. I don't need fucking pink It's the granddaddy of sci-fi. Yeah, but it's not sci-fi how the world knows sci-fi. It's its own no, thing, but you know? It's not, it's not a modernistic thing where you can have people singing. It's weird. Well, apparently there, there was another... Dunk movie that was meant to take place in the 80s, not the one that we actually got. I don't know when we got the other one. Um, but originally, Pink Floyd were actually meant to do the soundtrack oh, for yeah. the um, for it. So, that's that's sort of why they've grabbed a Pink Floyd song gotcha. and repurposed it here. As like an homage. Sort of an homage. There is a, uh, a documentary called uh, Jodorowsky's Dune, um, which is about the unmade Dune movie. And they try. They basically struggled to get funding for it, but it was it was batshit crazy. <laughs> uh, so they were basically trying to go right back to um, the original uh, the original text and just do everything straight out of that because they thought that the the movie that we got was a watered down Hollywoodized version of it. Mm. So yeah, it's um, it's a really good doc. I'd recommend it to what anyone who's interested in that uh, and background for it. I'm sure someone would argue I'm that thinking about it, it should be a watered-down Hollywood version. You need it to be. Yeah. <laughs> you need, like, you need a little bit of sanity to it because... Having got a third of the way through this book, it, fucking Yeah, nuts. it's fucking boring as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they wanted to make that, like, they wanted to put it all, like, just take that and use that as the screenplay. Like, use the book as everything. And, yeah, they had everybody attached to it. I think H.R. Um, uh, Geiger was involved with it as well. Like, there was a bunch of stuff that was, was going to happen. It's just... It's intense. I definitely, yeah, like I said, watch that. It's uh, available on FuzzFlix, guys. So, uh, wow. yeah, check it out. Okay, okay, okay. Self plug. Number three. 
Number three. All right, everybody, hold on to your butts. And Ian, remember you're on webcam right oh. now. The big news has finally arrived. Super Mario Brothers fans will be super excited that we have gotten the announcement that the movie will arrive in 2022. Um, it'll be produced by Shigeru Miyamoto. Oh, wow. And also by Chris Meladardri, who is the CEO and founder of Illumination, who, of course, brought us the Minions movies. And the so they're Life doing an animated heads. Mario Brothers. Yep. What? Did We've known about it for a little while news? now, but it's. I didn't think we knew that Miyamoto was involved. That's very interesting to hear. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> I feel like if you're going to try pull off I a Mario don't... movie, animated is probably the only way you can go. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, we know yeah. for a fact that you can succeed with a live-action Mario film. <laughs> we know for an absolute fact. It just works so smoothly. I think it's, it'll totally be interesting because um, we have had animated Mario TV shows and even when you play some of the some of the more modern 3D Mario games, there are some quite cinematic scenes in them. Um, so it's not too surprising if you watch, for instance, the opening of even the new Mario Galaxy, if you just go watch that because everyone's fucking talking about that right now. So it's very easy to find on YouTube. It's uh, very cinematic and uh, really entertaining. So it could could very well work. Interesting. The new Mario Galaxy, you say? Well, well Ga- Super Mario Galaxy 2. <laughs> Super Mario Galaxy HD, part of the All-Stars 3D collection. Ah, yes. The game that released last week, Tom. <laughs> yeah, you know, that big piece oh, of Oh, is that actually... Is that out? Yeah, it's, it's out. For a limited uh, time only. I mean, is it good? Mine still hasn't yeah. arrived, and I'm very unhappy about that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pre-order a well, PlayStation 5. I'm sad. <laughs> Oh, they're bringing, they're bringing, they're, they're uh, releasing more. Sony tweeted today that they're, yeah, they apologize and say it could have been smoother. We're releasing yeah. more. I haven't, we did talk I about it on, uh, on this week's episode of Noob. And, um, yeah, a couple of, I think it was EA games sold out and on the first day of their pre-orders. EB games. Yeah, uh, mm. uh, EB, sorry, yes. <laughs> EA um, games. It's a but sports. I think everyone's going to be able to find a copy. Like, there were people were going to, like, Harvey Norman and Big W and all these <laughs> Harvey other Harvey Norman? Yeah. Desperate but like, times. But, like, that, but all those places, because they're not the traditional spots to go to, yeah. were were open and available. Like, they kind of fucked it up, though. They should have told the price and said, we'll let their pre-orders open on a specific date, which yeah. is what uh, happened with uh, the Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. God, just, yeah. They, they did sort of mess it up. But we're not here to talk about how Sony messed up. We're here to talk about <laughs> our second piece of news. Number two. Second piece of news. Uh, we have... Oh, this movie is flipping and flopping all over the place. Uh, it is back on The Batman Has Resumed production. It is back in full swing. Robert Pattinson has gotten the all clear. And... Uh, I'm going to stop reporting on it every time this one gets shut down because I can't keep up with it. <laughs> it's on, it's Could on. happen a lot. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm, I just want... Sorry about my microphone just then. I just want <laughs> this movie to come out. It, I, I'm, I'm ready for it. I want it. And I don't want to hear any bad news about it, you know? 
Only good news. Only positives. I miss being hyped for a movie, and this is my next one. Yeah, it doesn't happen that often. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) As a movie podcast. (laughs) Well, I just, I miss the movies. I just just really miss movies. (laughs) I just miss leaving my house. Yeah. One of these days, we'll get to see a movie, and maybe (laughs) even together. (gasps) Heaven forbid (laughs) Don't be crazy Ellie Can't wait to call you guys (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Has anyone got any any honourable mentions for this week? Anything you've been doing that you want to chat about? Anything you heard about? No No (laughs) Should we have? (laughs) I don't know I feel completely unprepared (laughs) Don't we all? Okay, You have to prepare us for these Number one. Good work. I don't think there's any surprises about what the number one piece of news is this week. Of course, it is the Mandalorian season two trailer has been released. Um, of course, we are looking at Mando with the child as he appears to be seeking a Jedi or the Jedi. So, uh,. Some good themes there, and an interesting time period to be seeking down the Jedi. Keen as a bean. Mm. I'm ready for this. I only watched the trailer today for the first time, and I have a lot of questions, but it also just looks better than the first one. Is that just me? No, it does. It looks more polished. Visually. Mm. So I'm very excited for it. Yeah, I reckon. Oh, I look, I, I mean, they did such an amazing job with the uh, with the first mm. series. I think it's just where I'm just excited to see it. Like, just even little teasers that we got, and then obviously reiterating the you know the path that they're going on to try and find you know this you know, baby Yoda's family or you know order of Jedi to give them back. I think it's just it's, it sounds really awesome. Like the context is really cool, and yeah, there's going to be some awesome characters in here. I'm very mm. excited for it. Give it to me. Mm. It's, it's out next month, o- isn't it? In, October thirtieth. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not far yeah, away. Boy. Not far away at all. God, we're almost in October. I know. Where did oh, the year God. go? You know, three more three some... more days, and it will be six months of like lockdown. Bad lockdown. <laughs> it feels like twelve. I'll be honest. Bad lockdown. I know. It's getting. It's getting on in time. But we're slowly getting back. Slowly getting back to normal. I hope. Maybe. Don't be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that means you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Tom, for the news. You are Thank welcome. Thank you, Tom. Say the news thing. complete. News complete. He said it. Mm. Well, seeing as dude is not here to give his uh, recommendation for any comics or any... He's not even here to tell us about his delivery that he got. He probably got at some point through the week. I thought <laughs> I'd ask you guys what you've been watching. Maybe make some recommendations. I can kick us off if you, if you can't think of anything right now, because I've got... Oh, mate, I've got a, a massive list of things to uh, to recommend for Wow. People. All right. Full bragging. Just get, give me at least two. <laughs> Um, okay, so I've been uh, watching the the first two episodes of the new Archer season, uh, mm. which is uh, which came out this week. So definitely check that out if you're into Archer. It's gone back, so Archer has woken up from his coma, and uh, and everything's changed now. So it's I 
I'm excited to uh, to get into that more. Uh, and I've also been, oh man, I've got so many, only two. Um, um, Stop bragging. Uh, Lovecraft Country. There you go. I haven't spoken about that. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of fun. Um, think, uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw a show called Penny Dreadful. Um, that was a lot Never of fun. Watched it. Very sort of mysterious. Lovecraft Country, very much in that similar ilk. So they're sort of little vignettes, like little stories within an overall theme. Um, so they, they sort of travel around the country visiting all these mysterious happenings and goings on. And it's very cool. I'm, I'm very, very much enjoying that. The storyline's great. Characters are amazing. And some of the special effects are pretty cool in there too. Nice. So do that. Nice. I'll also just say, don't watch Raised by Wolves. Um, that. <laughs> that I've been waiting for that for seven episodes to get to its point, and it's not, and it's terrible. It's just shit. <laughs> yeah, it's seven, seven episodes. Uncomfortable feelings about women. Yeah. <laughs> uncomfortable feelings about women and androids. So, you know, yeah. yes. Okay. Awesome That's not like there. Ridley Scott. No, not at all. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Fuzzy. I have been watching season six uh, season five of Superstore. It's a, it's a Justin Spitzer who was a producer and- he directed a few, quite a few episodes of The Office, but he created a show called Superstore. It's very funny. It's very, like, sit back and just, like, binge a few episodes at a time. It doesn't take any effort. It's, for, like, the effortless comedy of sort of that style. Uh, but also for a more serious thing, I've, there's a miniseries on SBS On Demand called The Salisbury Poisonings about the poisonings mm-hmm. of two Russian like ex-spies in England in a place called Salisbury in 2018 and it's like a real life story it's stuff that actually happened and it is incredible and it's only four episodes 45 minutes each so if like if you want something that's just like a short complete story then give that a go completely free SPS on demand if you're in Australia that is I don't know how you could watch it I'll yeah I watched the first I watched the first maybe, maybe BBC hmm it, it's it's because it's a real story. I feel like it can drag a little bit, but it it, it gets there. it gets there. it's 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 amazing. Tom, Ian, <laughs> <laughs> you can go first, With, Tom, because uh, Ian's not prepared. Right, recommendations, uh, okay. So as I as I said, or what or what you well, as I said earlier that the stuff that I've been watching has been for this little uh, side project that doing with Siobhan. So I'm not actually going to say specifically what I've been watching mm-hmm. in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other thing is, of that's course, fair, the uh, the boys season two, um, which have been mm-hmm. chugging along. I think I'm now one episode behind, though. I think it's up to the fifth episode now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. So I've seen up to episode four and enjoying it so far. It's pretty good. Mm. It's uh, it's I, look. I don't think it's as as good as season one was because I think season one was very shocking, but um, <laughs> it's it's still pretty fun. I think um, the thing the thing that I'm appreciating about this um, this season so far, and it's probably other people have reported on it and aspects, is that it has a lot of social commentary against the negative impacts of the Marvel films. Like, it talks about, it has, like, body image stuff and how, and naturally how Marvel films have sort of caused body dysmorphia sort of things and all these other things. So, it's it's an interesting commentary Mm. on superhero films whilst being a superhero TV show. 
Oh, they mm. definitely take direct digs at a lot of superheroes as well, yeah. which is quite yeah. fun. No, for sure. You haven't seen it? Watch it. I think I think I need to I need to catch up because I didn't finish season one. Mm. I think I just need to yeah give really just settle in it's, and just watch it. It's all. one of those shows where you need something. <laughs> kind I did. Of, I did enjoy it. You need something kind of happy to watch after it because it's one of those shows after you watch it. Yeah, you just feel sort of like down and a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> a little bit dirty too. Yeah. Considering it's, like, some people find it uh, funny, yeah. and, like sometimes it is funny, but most of the time it's just uncomfortable. <laughs> um, apart yeah, from that, I've been watching uh, the marvelous Miss Maisel on Amazon. It's a TV oh, show about Kat a, loves that. Yeah, f- uh, female comedian or that's starting up in mm. like late nineteen fifties, I think, to early sixties. Um, so it's got that interesting sort of timepiece there as well. But there's some pretty fun sort of comedy and some insights into the world of comedy um and obviously some socio-political things that are happening at that point in time as well about what it's like being a woman um and particularly a a female comedian as well so yeah it's 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 mostly just a really fun show to be honest with you even though there's a lot of that kind of heavy stuff happening in the background Mm. at the front it's just a nice kind of fun show to watch and i've actually been watching the boys and then watching that because like I said you need something a little bit more lighthearted to watch after the boys I feel um, but in terms of comic books considering Duty's not here as well Duty did lend me his copy of this comic here that's Thor God of Thunder the God Butcher and I'm about oh, halfway yeah, I'm about halfway through it now and it's pretty bloody fun and um yeah, Thor, the new Thor stuff's really fun, so I recommend checking that out if anyone wants to check out comic books. Obviously, check out Incognito Comics, our sponsors. Incognitocomics.com.au. Hashtag sponsored. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, everybody. I know I sort of surprised you with that, but you know what? I like to I like to know what you've been watching because it gives me ideas after I sit down for half an hour thinking, what should I watch? And then just choose the office again. So now I have options. <laughs> But we should get to our theme of this week, this week's weekly theme, which is, you know what? What's the best thing about having a podcast? Talking about themes every week. <laughs> I personally think it's it's shitting on things that we don't like, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. That's why, that's why we've chosen this week to be the worst heroes in pop culture. So that's comic books, movies, TV shows, <sighs> books... <laughs> Side books. (laughs) So we've each chosen a few. Some maybe less than others, but we won't judge. We won't judge. I am one of them, probably, because I I couldn't really think because I don't read a lot of comics. I don't read a lot of books, and I watch a lot of the same crap. So who wants to kick us off? Because honestly, heroes aren't all good, right? They're meant to be the good guys, but sometimes they just suck. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'll, I'll, I'll kick us off uh, and talk about sucky superheroes because there's a lot of sucky guys out there. Most of mine are superheroes. <laughs> Most of them um, are in you know, popular culture at, at right now. Um, <laughs> my first one is basically... Look, I'm going to pick on uh, on Hawkeye here, but any... any Hawkeye? <laughs> any, anyone that classes themselves as a superhero... Um, <laughs> That that require that has a like limited ammunition or like that's it like this guy I mean okay 
he's an archer. And at, at That's best, <laughs> at best, he's going to be able to carry maybe 20 arrows in a single quiver, right? <laughs> at best. And that's it. That's it. Like, if you're taking out, like, a small gang of thugs or something like that, totally fine. So street-level hero activities, he's going to be perfect. But anything that requires multiple arrow shootings, um, he's just immediately, like, irrelevant. It's just, he's so irrelevant. It's just, it's annoying that, like, any time, I mean, if you look at Green Arrow, like, the only reason he's relevant is because he's a fucking billionaire, as long as, <laughs> as well as being able to do the rest of the arrow shooting. Like, just, ugh, they're just terrible. They're Hawkeye is any- just a farm, like a farmer. Who can shoot an arrow really well, right? And dude, mate, he's, he's just connected. He just he's has got good hand-eye coordination. <laughs> it's like it's the lamest super fucking power. It's not even a superpower. It's just a really good a thing skill. that you can do. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's there's like a, fucking there's... bullseye, bullseye as well. Like, yeah, same kind of characters. I'm so annoyed. My camera's fallen over. Like, oh, they just they irritate me because. There is no reason that they should be relevant or in- involved in superhero activities at any level. Like, even if, like, they were to say to, like, you know, it's the fucking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and they're like, hey, you know, we've got to get, you know, really good at something. Arrow shooting is not one thing that you're going to get really fucking good at. So, no, anyone who has limited ammunition... <laughs> there's a there's a really good Saturday Night Live sketch where Jerry yeah. Moreno was hosting and he played Hawkeye. Yeah. And it's like the Avengers is like, Hawkeye, we need you. There's a really small hole on that alien spacecraft. It was about the size of an arrowhead. If you could shoot it in. It's like, uh, I can't. I'm out of arrows. Like, what? You're out of arrows? Like, yeah. I killed like 12 guys, though. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, it's so good. There's no I'll, like. I'll there's no backup for him though. Like, like there's what nothing. does he do? He doesn't have like a. I've got a spare gun, or I've got like a a laser arrow thing that just shoots lasers. There's none of that. <laughs> no, that would and be it, silly. And it just. And if you're gonna do that, just make it a fucking gun. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, thank you, Fuzzy. I feel like I could tell you're very passionate about that. Such a passion, oh man, man, you just wait till number two. I'm fucking angry. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Tom, what have you got? Lay it on me. Yeah, all right. So for the first one that I decided to chuck in here, I just looked up and had a read through some of the uh, the, the worst superheroes that have been put onto a onto a comic book. And so th- th- this one really resonated with me. So this guy's name is a uh, <laughs> hindsight lad. Uh, <laughs> and he was part of the New Warriors. Um, and he is, since his initial inception, has been renamed to Hindsight. But uh, essentially, he is a member of the New Warriors. He has no powers. He was let into the group because he discovered his neighbour's secret identity. Um, and let, 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 let's look at this man's <laughs> portfolio. Um, although, to be fair, he, he, he has some good abilities here. He's, he, he's, he's apparent, he is a computer genius. And a strategist and a machine smith. But it also has here that he is a capable organizer, trivia enthusiast, and gifted gamer. He is also very good it's at just acknowledging. A resume. This yeah. is just a resume. <laughs> he's just a guy. Like just... Hindsight lad. It's very it is very Captain Hindsight. Captain Hindsight. <laughs> no, I, I, oh I had God. a look through that is... 
ridiculous. <laughs> it just when I saw it, I was like, <laughs> so right, yeah, I have to, I have to, I have to learn more about who Hindsight Lad is, and I'll send you guys a picture in the chat of what he looks like. But for people in there, his original Inception, just, he's essentially wearing like a white long sleeve t shirt with a big. HL and the L is part of the H, and then he's got a like a, <laughs> a helmet on with two big Christ. things on the side of it. I'll send a picture, but ridiculous, ridiculous. Jeez. What's That's the, the L stand for? Lad. Ah, hindsight, right. lad. lad. God, oh, God. Ugh, Ian, what do you got? I don't know uh, how you can follow that because that <laughs> made me physically ill. Yuck. Um, so I've picked ones that are fairly well known because I didn't want to go too obscure. So I've gone ones with ones that, particularly number three, is very well known. And I just think that my number three is Mr. Fantastic. And Mr. Fantastic ain't so fantastic. He's <laughs> the shit Take it down. version. Yeah. He's the shit version of Elastigirl, right? Yeah. Elastigirl is far more interesting in every way. But even still, stretchiness is not really a very cool superpower. He's just like such a white guy. He's just so boring. He's so he's white. He's fucking... He's white toast. He's <laughs> so white toast. He's See, so this white is the, toast. This is the thing with those superheroes as well, though. They have to substitute their superhero-ness with fucking other things. So he's like a yeah. mad genius scientist, right? Yeah, but he's like a rocket scientist. So this a is literal the rocket scientist. A literal. Yeah. But, but, and he has a lot of money. It's, it's, it becomes this thing that's this crutch that they lean on. Well, he's rich and brainy, so, you know, give him a fucking superpower and he'll be a fucking hero. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, so this is the problem with a lot they, of, like, superheroes, though, who are just, like, really nice like, you've got ones who are just, like, Superman. He's a pushover. Yeah, he's like Superman and, like, Captain America, where they're just, like, these really nice white guys who are, like, their superpower is their interesting personality trait. It's like, no, being a superhero is a job that's not a personality. <laughs> it pisses me off. They are the same thing. Didn't you realise that? <laughs> I think it's just from this, like, age of comic books where they're making their like leaders and main characters like the american dream yeah of like that's what we want to show that we are to the world you know polite rich white guys <laughs> yuck yeah I, I you know what i agree i used to love i used to love fantastic four as a kid but growing up just sort of realized they're all kind of boring super boring like super white invisigirl stretchy man rock face and Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze is the only cool one. Johnny Blaze is definitely the coolest one in the group. Johnny, yeah, Johnny Storm. Johnny Blaze. Johnny St- no, yeah, Johnny Blaze yeah. is Ghost Rider. Uh, Johnny of Storm. Is- Johnny Storm. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you agreed so with me. Yeah, <laughs> that's on tape. <laughs> all right, thank you, Ian. I, I, I agree with all of those, and I, I'm really hoping you guys agree with mine because it's a bit of a deep cut. But it's, I, I grew up on them and I realize now how naive I was as a young boy because Hercules and Xena, I'm going to group them <laughs> together, Hercules and Xena, when I was younger, they were cool, right? Hercules had a giant sword, big muscles. Xena had 
her circular blade. I can't remember what it's called. And she was just, she was just cool. She was like, she was really good at yelling, like, yes, exactly. And now I realize they're just boring, strong, just warriors. It's just warriors, you know. Yeah, and much. back when I was younger, I thought they were like idolized. Like I would idolize them. I actually wanted to be Xena. Not Hercules. I know that's the obvious one. No, I can tell you, Xena <laughs> was Xena was by far the better show. Yeah, right. And, and the video I game just... wasn't bad either. They did a video game. Yeah, there's right. A I'm back game. on board. I think it was on PlayStation One, and she had the circular disc. Oh god! She like you had to fight like a cyclops, giant cyclops, and like throw your disc blade at Zion. Gross. <laughs> In this episode, we learned that uh, God of War took their sprites and stuff from the Xena PlayStation 1 game. Xena PlayStation 1, yeah. <laughs> Trendsetter. Yeah, that's 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 my number three. I know it was a bit of a deep cut, a bit of a bit of weird one, but I've got some I've got some coming up. <laughs> Thanks for taking us back you got, to the You got 90s. any more for us? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> oh yeah, I got more, baby. Okay, let's go number two. Um, now, we've talked about you know, just... Uh, well, I've talked about just stupid superpowers because they're not really superpowers. They're just you're kind of a little bit better at other things than other people. Um, so my guy is the best at hearing stuff. It's <laughs> it's Daredevil. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> all right. You give this guy his eyesight back and he's just a guy. Like, you know, good hearing. Yeah. It's just, (laughs) oh, just so much about that is just, I'm so, it's, it's weird. It's stupid. The the biggest weakness is loud noises. Like that's just, oh, (laughs) the moment you put him anywhere where there's too much noise, he's just completely off and it's, it's the worst. And, um, as for spoilers for season two of the boys as we see uh in uh, when they actually have a character like this in the boys it's very easy to overcome his superpower so super hearing is not a superpower it's just listening good so (laughs) become a you know psychologist or something like that or a psychiatrist or talk to people i don't know work in a fucking call center don't be a (laughs) i can imagine this sketch where daredevil is like at home with his wife and he pretends not to hear her. It's like, are you listening to me? I know you can. I know you can hear me. <laughs> uh, thank you, Fuzzy. I agree. Daredevil is just good at listening. Yeah. And it's stupid. That's it. That's it. It's stupid. That's all he is. Tom, lay another silly superhero on us. Uh, for this what, one, what I... What beats I, hindsight, lad? So, I, I'm, I'm just taking aim at... This is for an entire film this time. And acknowledge the film's a comedy film. It's meant to be bad. But that doesn't make it forgivable. I'm just going to take charge at all of the superheroes in Mystery Men. So let- <laughs> How dare you. Wow. How dare Slammed. you. Hey, I'm going to say, I'm saying worst as in their powers are shit. I'm not saying worst as in the movie- movie's the worst. <laughs> of course. Although- it's pretty bad. <laughs> All right, so we've got, of course, the Blue Raja, whose superpower is to throw cutlery real well, but never knives. <laughs> never, never knives. knives. Uh, Mr. Furious, whose superpower is his rage. 
the invisible boy who can only turn invisible if nobody's looking. I did it. I turned invisible. Uh, <laughs> we have Carol or the bowler, whose ability is being really good with her crystal ball that contains the skull of her father. It's a bowling ball. Yep. The bowling ball. Um, what do we have? We have the shoveler, a quarry worker turned superhero who wields a shovel. <laughs> William H. Macy. <laughs> um, and then we also have like a couple more in there. Um, I think the other ones that are in here are mainly because I'm just looking at, through a list. Um, and then, uh, of course, you do actually have some of the, the truly the worst superheroes, the worst of the worst, the ones who actually come for the auditions and then actually don't get it part of the team. So, of course, uh, Ballerina Man is probably the highlight there. <laughs> Ballerina Man. <laughs> oh, about, it's, I remember gink? loving this film as a kid, finding it super hilarious. I'd be terrified to rewatch it now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it would not go well. Was so there was there was one of the heroes that just has he can shoot farts like a like he farts oh, and yeah. shoots it across the, the room. Stink like, or something, wasn't it? Was that Pee Wee Herman? Um, Possibly. Maybe. <laughs> I haven't got a Pee Wee Herman on the listing. Hmm. He was an actor. <laughs> and he was probably available around the time they shot that movie. I know. <laughs> As always. God. <laughs> it was. It was Paul Rubens. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy is right. Oh, boy. Yes. So, <laughs> the, as, as Spleen, a superhero whose flatulence Spleen. makes others faint. Yuck. What? What? What, what a roster. <laughs> <laughs> what a roster. <laughs> oh, man. Ian, give me, lay your number two on me. Alright, my number two is um, kind of the opposite route to what or, yeah, opposite route to what uh, Tom just took and that is not necessarily that the hero is so bad but that their movie is so bad that I now don't really like the hero <clears throat> as a result um, and it's also just because I really like to piss people off and that's why I've also added this one into the list that's Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman. Whoa. I assume you lucky duty's not here. I figured somebody was going to say it. Somebody had to say it. God, I, that movie sucked. <laughs> it's, um, I feel like it just has to be in here. Not because, again, Aquaman is necessarily that bad. When you... He's got some shitty, pretty shit powers that they deliberately avoid putting in the movie, like can talk to fish. <laughs> Sending the waves. The movie is just so unwatchably terrible. I I haven't gone back to watch it because it's so painful. Mm. I I think about it every now and then and then realize what I'm doing. I've I've considered it a couple of times and then I remembered that uh, Nicole Kidman looks like she had sex with a murloc. So, no. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot. The problem as well is that, like, they turned Aquaman in the in the DC movie verse. I forget the term that they want to use, but fuck them, whatever term they want to use. The the DCEU. No, no. No. The audience picked Dooku. The Dooku. Yeah, whatever they wanted to call it. Anyway, the problem is that... Like, World of DC. To, yeah, that's right. They tried to... That's, that's the it. 
Yeah. They tried to turn Aquaman into, like, just another superhero, sort of like Superman, because he's, like, not really around water that much in um, <laughs> in the Justice League. He's just sort of, like, around <laughs> nowhere near water, just happens to have a big stabby fork. Uh, and, and then... <laughs> And then Aquaman, he's he is around water, but then his powers don't really like. It just doesn't translate that well to film because everything looks all wishy washy, and there's lots of bubbles in the way, and somehow they can but can't talk underwater yeah. sometimes. So they made it air bubbles so that they can talk underwater, so that the movie can you know function as a movie. So stupid. <laughs> God, it makes me angry just talking about it. <laughs> the, the big problem I have is like there is potential there, and they yeah they wasted, wasted it. it. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And here I am thinking maybe I should watch Aquaman again, and then I woke up. It's just yeah. don't don't uh, look, do it, Ollie. I've gone back and watched it uh, once since we watched it for the show, and did not enjoy it any more than I did the first time. So, uh, mm. yeah, I, I, I fear for the future of the worlds of DC if that's the kind of crap that we're uh, going to be subjected to. Welcome to the world of DC. <laughs> Hopefully, they learn from their mistakes. Again, Jason Momoa taking his shirt off is not a personality. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jason Momoa did really well in Aquaman. He showed his abs. That's it. Billion dollars. <laughs> All right. My my number two. I thought long and hard about this because, again, as a kid, I loved it. I grew up and realized just how bad these, this character was. And I'm going for Robin, but specifically Chris O'Donnell's Robin. (laughs) (laughs) And and more specifically, just Chris O'Donnell. (laughs) Just Chris O'Donnell. (laughs) But just, his character wasn't written very well. Like, there's like that little bit of backstory at at the beginning when you see, like, his parents were killed at the the circus and he's all, like, moody. But he's like, 30 when he's meant to be like, <laughs> what, like 16 he's a 30 year old man and he's just such a whiny little baby he's 30 playing a 16 year old who has the mental age of a 16 is he meant to be 16 i think so right i don't know oh, he's meant to be like but... an orphan yeah, yeah. i yeah, think over the age of 18 weird. it doesn't really matter yeah like, yeah you get taken in by some rich dude because you're, I guess, good at gymnastics, and then that's it. <laughs> it's like it's like winning a scholarship. Hey, you look flexible. Want to come live in my mansion? <laughs> Want to come and be my youthful ward? <laughs> Quick, Dick. put these underwear on over the top. <laughs> There's just so much. Do you remember uh, how? Like, hate. do you remember? Like, did you guys ever watch like the Adam West Batman TV show? Oh, no, it no. was very like every so bit. They used to use the yeah. word like you, words "youthful ward" all the time, but everyone thought it was a little like after a couple of seasons, they thought it was a little bit too gay. Uh, so <laughs> they got Aunt Harriet. Do you remember the Aunt Harriet character? Uh- <laughs> just this old like old granny, just some lady they must have just hired to be their beard, uh, who just showed up. <laughs> and- 
and just you know made it look a little bit less gay. Oh, sorry, Aunt Harriet, we were out watching the moon. Oh, you boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. Oh God. Well, yeah. There's my number two, Chris O'Donnell's Robin, a little whiny baby parents dead orphan. <laughs> Good <parent>. fuzzy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, this is my number one pick, and uh, it might annoy some people, uh, but my number one pick is Superman. Oh, good boy. boy. He is... You're making a lot of people angry. Dude, if you're listening, we apologize. <laughs> he is my least favorite superhero of all time, and I think he's the worst because of several reasons. Uh, one, he's perfect. And there's no like, there's no conflict within him at all. There's nothing that that gives him interesting character tra- traits at all. He's just perfect at everything. He's the best at anything he he tries to do, and he cho- chooses his own path and does whatever. And this is what he came up with. It's just you know, he's also one of those those characters that we are reliant on him being good to you know for, for everything like if he chooses not to do something if he chooses to be an asshole if he chooses to do whatever the fuck no one can stop him yeah, yeah he, he's mm. just there, there is no stopping him he's it's just superman making a choice then they go you go oh fucking kryptonite there's there's no way nowhere near enough kryptonite to stop superman doing what he does he always seems to overcome it somehow mm. and yeah my I've got to say, Lex Luthor's probably right. Like, Lex Luthor d- just tends to want to stop Superman because he's this evil, you know, he believes he could do all of these things. I'm on Lex Luthor's side. I, I mean... And, Whoa. <laughs> to be fair, and, look, you know, yeah, something. Right? And, like, you know, Lex Luthor, like, yes, does awful things, and Superman always has a choice to stop this character and, you know, do something about it, and he chooses not to. He's like, no, I'll let the justice system decide. It's like, no, you have the choice to change these things. And we see it in, um, I think it's Superman 4, when he throws all the nuclear missiles into the sun. He's like, no, fuck you guys. I don't want nuclear weapons anymore. And he throws them all away. Like, he can make those choices, and yet he chooses not to do anything with Lex Luthor. He chooses to make no choice and let everybody else decide. And that's it's such a it's such a weak, weird moral compass that he has. It's, it's a, like it's a bitch move. Well, it is. Like, he can choose to put a stop to all of these things, and he doesn't. Mm. And, yeah, we're, we're reliant as the human race on this person, this character, this god figure choosing to do the right thing it's it's so it's so bad like he's he's not heroic i don't think he does anything that's you know particularly awesome like he's just there and he's just the strongest and fastest and best like it's just so boring yeah he is (laughs) speaking of white bread just a white dude yeah Like I, I like I'd like to see like yeah you know, there needs to be more flaw with him. There needs to be more of that vulnerability with Superman that there never is. He's never vulnerable and like you know, we see what happens in the Injustice series where things go wrong for him, you know, where Lois Lane dies and he goes fucking bananas and kills everybody and turns into this dictator god. Like that's what we're this this thin tenuous link between him and, you know, humanity. He's not a human. He chooses as an alien to make choices and they uh, just happen for now to be the right ones. 
So it's the same problem as before. Like being mm. a superhero isn't a personality. No, get no, a no. personality. <laughs> yeah, and look, you know, there will be people who argue. Oh, I know he's you know all about truth, justice, and the American way, and all the rest of it. I yeah, think that's yeah. stupid. Yes, <laughs> the American way has proven time and time again to yeah. not be the right way. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> it's not the idolized like. Shouldn't be idolized. Would Would you feel any different if he had some like inherently human characteristics? Like he, at like Christmas dinner, he gets a little drunk and just gets like just racist enough. To <laughs> like if he's being racist, I t- I, uh, like he has some. <laughs> yeah, I need to questionable see... views on some things. <laughs> Superman's questionable <laughs> views. Yes, I'm sure he has a few of those. Uh, I just think he needs more vulnerability to him. There needs to be more mm-hmm. things that, like, you know, you're relying on personal relationships that he has to be. That's his major vulnerability other than, you know, kryptonite. Yeah, he, he can't just be that. He can't just have everything. He can't, like you saw in um, uh, Bloody Justice League, like he was the answer. Oh, we need Superman yeah. to do everything. Yeah. yeah. He, he is the, the, the universal... The yeah, he's a universal cheat code to just say, boom, problem solved. Like Captain Marvel in the uh, Avengers movies. Like, yes. universal cheat code to just win everything. And it's yep. just, yeah. you can't have that. You need vulnerability within a character to make it interesting. And he's just not. Yeah. So there you go. I agree. White bread, farm boy. <laughs> and incidentally, this is why they haven't been able to make a good Superman game, because a video game, because... Where's the vulnerability in a character when yeah. you know, you can't he's perfect? Lose. You can't lose. Mm. You should yeah. never be able to lose because you're fucking Superman. And by yeah. definition, you are perfect. And that's yeah, that's boring. It's boring yeah. as a game. There that's we go. a really good that's a really good point. I never thought about it like that. Rant wow. over. Te- <laughs> teaching me things, Fuzzy. Thank you. I appreciate it. Tom, what's your number one? Give me your number one. What is your worst? Yeah, so my number hero? one one. Um, I decided for this to go the other sort of hero route, just the hero um, of the movie, rather than a superhero itself. And for this one, I have put it in here mainly because I had to suffer through three films of seeing his whiny face, just looking concerned the entire time, getting. <laughs> in front of, despite the fact that if he wasn't in it, probably still would have been bad in front of my giant robots fighting. Um, so for this one, I've actually picked Sam Witwicky from the Transformers for tra- Transformers franchise, because although those films are bad, he made them worse. <laughs> was that just Shia LaBeouf, though, or was that... Yeah. God, um, I, I, I think really it was Shia LaBeouf's face yeah. at that point in time annoyed me a little. I agree. To be honest, god damn. Fair enough. Ugh. I, th- I think it was, it was just a boring, non-engaging character that literally just seemed like shocked and and concerned the entire oh, film. The I don't time. think it was a very good. And en- like, I understand that when you have giant robots fighting, you need a human element. You need to actually introduce it like that. But his character was not a good way to do mm-hmm. that i don't feel and naturally they they stretched him in for three films and then replaced him in the fourth uh obviously by the fourth one i think the damage had already done <laughs> and they could have replaced him with anyone and it probably wouldn't have been a good film um but uh, we'll see i'm just gonna say what's going on with sam Witwicky that he continually picks up these incredibly hot women as well 
Oh no! <laughs> Massive that, penis. That's all it's gonna. Massive. But, like you got to be getting it out there somehow, right? Oh. Like you know, you got to. The word's got to be on the street that Sam Wiki packing some fucking heat. Yeah. Or hey, it's just the car. Hey baby, want to see my alien robot in my garage? <laughs> and then I'll show you my car. Oh. <laughs> Ew. He's he's such a terrible way of doing it. I know. I know. Like. All throughout the Transformers series, they've always had human allies. I think, it, in part, it gives them scale um, and gives them context for yeah as characters. But they've never been at, well. I mean, you look at the original TV series and Spike and Daniel and all the yeah those other characters. They're all fucking whiny little turds. So yeah, you know, it's kind <laughs> of yeah that that makes it's a common the, trait. Yeah, it makes the Autobot bots look a little bit cooler. So. Mm. Juxtaposing oh, yeah. next to 100%. whiny humans, <laughs> they have a history. They have a history of doing this exact yeah. thing. Like it's it's on script. <laughs> it's it's the brand. It's on brand for Transformers. But, <laughs> I completely agree. But yeah, I. I do also think it was Shia LaBeouf at the time. Just I don't mind him now, but back then I don't think he was a particularly good actor no. at that time. I think he's I think he's grown significantly better. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that that, that that's uh that's my last one there that I that's have. That's a good one. Speaking of Shia LaBeouf, I feel like if you guys haven't seen it, you need to watch the Peanut Butter Falcon. Very very good Shia LaBeouf movie. I've heard good mm. things. Ian, it's about he plays his own father, doesn't he? That's yeah. it, that's Honey Boy. I get. I yeah. keep oh, getting those two confused as yeah. well. Yeah. They came out around the same time. Apparently, Honey Boy is still very good as well. I haven't seen that though. Go on a Shia LaBeouf trip. Watch both of those. <laughs> I'll stay. <laughs> All right, Ian, give me a number one. All right, my what number is your one. Worst hero. The hero shit. The movie shit. <laughs> uh, and it it really shows you everything that can go wrong with making a superhero movie, and that is the movie Hancock, starring Ugh. the one and only. Will I am Smith. <laughs> I bl- have purposely blocked out a lot of Hancock. All I remember is that Will Smith is in it and Jason Bateman's in it, right? Yes. Yeah, and Charlie Theron, I think. Yep. See, no idea. Completely <laughs> just whoo, gone. Yeah, he's like an alcoholic Superman um, who fucks everything up, and mm. the movie is terrible. Never watch it. Does uh, ever. Does the city... He shotgun fires semen. What? Yeah. (laughs) He shotgun fires semen. Excuse me? Are you joking? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Maybe just everything in this conversation is explaining why I forgot it. (laughs) (laughs) Why? You could say that about the whole movie. Just why? Just why? Who, Who made it? They do some really weird fucking things in that movie. What and... what is the plot of Hancock? I don't know, man. Well, he's a he's a uh, he's basically <laughs> a Superman know, that's chosen not to be super, and he he basically goes around and gets drunk all the time and causes you know property damage, and the you know the the city of LA basically holds him accountable for it. Um, mm-hmm. So they actually, mm-hmm. you know, charge him with stuff and say we don't want your help. So he gets drunk all the time. And uh, uh, Jason Bateman plays a like a publicity agent or like mm-hmm. a publicist. And yeah, he basically um, tries to correct 
Hancock's uh, image and helps gotcha. him do that. And it's yeah. uh, it's <laughs> it's tiring. It's exhausting. Like what it's could have been sad. a really fun movie, they made like super dramatic yeah. and heavy, and it's just yeah, yeah, not interesting. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, I'm just it looking at it now on IMDb. Yeah. I thought it was a comedy. Maybe that's why I forgot it as well. No. Because the trailers made it seem like it would be funny. Well, like when they're with the whale. Like that scene with the whale where he's saving the whale off the beach and he picks it up and swings it around and he throws it into the ocean and it hits a yacht. And like, yeah. I mean, that was that was part of the trailer. He's like, oh, my bad. And yeah, like all of that stuff, all of the stuff you see in the trailer, funny. Funny. But... The That's movie it. itself, like, was those were the funny moments. Everything else was yeah. like you're missing the Super tone of the heavy, film. Yeah. You've, you you haven't realised yeah. what you're actually showing off here, and that's the marketing team rather than the movie makers themselves. I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think yeah, I'm ever going to watch it again. I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. It, it had like a 49 on Metacritic and a 6.4 on IMDb. So, mm. like, some people like it, I guess. Yeah, some Unless people they like watched to get it shit and have on their never. chest during sex. <laughs> Doesn't mean that it should ever be done. So you're likening Hancock to a Cleveland steamer. Hey, Ian, quick kink shaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, we're, we're, we're learning a lot here. Uh, well, thank you, Ian. I, I, I agree with Hancock. The fact that I completely forgot that movie shows just how shit it is. Um, I... I my number one was actually pretty easy. It like popped into my mind immediately when we discussed worst heroes, because I've always, always thought like I, the last two heroes that I've chosen, well, three technically because Hercules and Xena, but I grew up with his kids and loved. And then I've sort of retroactively realized they're not great. This one has not changed since I was a young boy and it is Billy Zane's the phantom. (laughs) (laughs) From, and I bl- I'm pretty sure it was like a 60s comic first yeah. because I still see them in the papers now yeah. and it looks like it just is just awful and yeah. like that 60s paper comic style. Back then, he had a horse, he had guns, <laughs> and he was a hermit. Like, he was a recluse. Yeah. Fast forward to the 90s, he has a horse, he has guns, and he was a recluse and a purple spandex suit. I don't need to see Billy Zane in purple spandex ever well, i didn't want it Go i don't bro. need it <laughs> <laughs> all that was cool from that movie was the ring that's, well, that's it. what he's famous i think that was a cool yeah. ring what? <laughs> that's what he's famous what? for his ring a ring, a ring. <laughs> <laughs> tell me one good thing about the phantom i can't uh, Aren't there skulls that shoot lasers from their eyes? That's a thing. That was the bad guy. That's true. That was that wasn't even the Phantom. He was just a guy whose whose island got invaded. Essentially, (laughs) I think the Phantom's actually like a pretty popular comic book hero as well. And that movie was just ugh. I know. The fact that it still gets printed in papers means it's got to mean something. Sure. But God, Billy Zane. Ugh. Billy Zane. Billy Zane. I always thought Just as a kid awful. that Billy Zane was the same guy that played the mummy. 
<laughs> Brendan Fraser. <laughs> not not no. Arnold Fosley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> They're both like bald looking I realize, guys. I realise what you mean. Billy Zane's bald now. He wasn't bald when he yeah, played. He the wasn't band. bald then. But I always picture him as bald. He'll always be bald to me. He was. But that's more recent. He was in uh, <laughs> Dark Knight Rises. Was he? He was, he was a bald thug in Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, he was not a big. He's not a big part. But he's. Was he oh a- wait, no, really? I'm getting confused with different bald actors. That was <laughs> see, uh, see, this is what he does. T- that was <laughs> that was the guy from the Mummy. No, that, no, that was, was Tanner from, from, um, from no. the Bond movies. <laughs> we're, we're all coming full circle. That was Teal'c from Stargate SG One. <laughs> Again, Christopher <laughs> Judge. You know way too much about SG One, mate. Like, just easy back. You're welcome. There's my special subject. All right, have, have, we, have you guys got any more on your lists that you just want to rattle off? No. No, three is Not enough. Much. Sadness for one day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had Jar Jar Binks, but I realised he's not really a hero. He's sort of a hero. He you kind know, of. saves the galaxy he, and then enslaves it. He gives Palpatine power to enslave humanity. So, why Padme gives him. Me suggest throw my vote away. Oh, God. It's like he doesn't understand democracy. <laughs> he said, don't guard a booba. <laughs> I've had a lot of fun talking just like absolutely crapping on heroes uh, because I realized they're not all great. Superman ain't great. Superman's just a white boy farmer from Kentucky. Sure. Is he like a Kentucky (laughs) farmer? It doesn't matter. He's still crap. That's from Kansas. Kansas. I knew it was that. I knew it started with K. Something um, to do with I, do, I could just hear Duty screaming at his phone right now. Kansas! Kansas! <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we have some listener suggestions. Where are we? What have we got? We have. We love that feedback. I think Siobhan mentioned Black Panther. Did I mean, you fair see enough. that? Yeah. He's, as, he's a, as, a, as, a bad car- as a bad hero? No. No, her thing with Black Panther is she finds that the uh, the fingernail growing ridiculous. Oh, oh, oh. It's a little bit ridiculous. That, that that's her issue but, with Black Panther. But that's like that's like part of the suit, right? I think yeah. It like is it's, it's, yeah, not, it is it's not his power. But also, Black Panther the movie isn't that great. But Black Panther the character is pretty cool. Yeah, I liked the film. I liked I liked Black Panther. I don't know if I'm I liked minority, I liked him but... more in Civil War for some reason. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bradley J mentioned Greg Grunberg <laughs> from Heroes. Matt Parkman. Yep. Anything. Like, he, he just wants to shit on Greg Grunberg, though, and which is fine. Uh, totally fine. Yeah. He should be done more. His, his power was reading minds, right? In Heroes. His power was being best friends with JJ Abrams. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he he was a mind reader, I think. Oh man, Heroes. What a was what so a fucking stupid. wet fart of a show that was. <laughs> that first season was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. It was interesting. And then it just went <laughs> way they down. They should have left it. They should have left it. Imagine that show ending. Yeah. After the first season. I would have had so many questions. It would have been great. It would have been like um, uh, the the uh, the Watchmen that we got recently, the HBO, yeah. like that. That just ended. They're like, nope, we're not doing any more. Questions will go unanswered. So yeah, yeah, that's I'll, fine. That's fine. Yeah. 
Kermit Knight has suggested anyone and everyone from the Twilight universe. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't think any Especially of us have baby. any disagreements on that one. Especially that baby <laughs> that ate its way out. Yuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all just coming back to me now. Yeah. Uh, Andy Campbell, Jim Preston from Passengers. Absolute Ooh, yeah. worst. Now, is Passengers? Yeah. Is that Chris Pratt and yeah. Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't no, seen it. It's, I would not mm. recommend watching it. It is. All right. Yeah, there are uncomfortable questions to be answered about sexual assault <laughs> and manipulation. Oh god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard. It's just like two hours of him gaslighting her, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. And they make him out to be a good guy. Yeah. yeah. And that's really? the whole Yuck. thing. Yeah. It's. Uh, it's. It's icky. It re- you feel like, <laughs> yeah. I need to wash after watching that film. It's gross. <laughs> oh, guys. Well, that has been it. If you, the listener, has any more suggestions after hearing this episode, maybe you disagree or completely agree with us, please let us know in our listener community. But I thank you very much for listening to this episode. I know you have a choice when listening to pop culture podcasts, and you clearly picked the one with nerd in the title. If you did enjoy the show, feel free to leave a review on the podcasting app of your choice, and we'll be sure to read them out on the show verbatim. If you know someone who might enjoy this episode, tell them about Shaken Not Nerd, and that you can find us on all the social media channels on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Shaken Not Nerd. I have been Ollie, and I've had a lot of fun. I'm glad to be back. Good to be back. Good to have you back. (laughs) Thank you. I'm Fuzzy. I'm also happy to be back and happy to be leaving. There's just this episode. I'll be back again next week. It's fine. Oh, oh thank God. Oh, I was so worried for a second. <laughs> I've been Ian. I've been Tom. Come on, Tom. Confused. <laughs> What's Tom's catchphrase? Wabba-labba-dabba. bye <laughs> Yep, that's it. Nailed it. Chicka-chicka.